This podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to From Crime to Crime. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, I'm fine. Nobody cares. We're doing some mini episodes. You wanted more content, and this was the best way that we could do it. Everybody knows Erica is obsessed with John and Jane Doe's, so we're giving her a spot to shine with some mini episodes on Doe's you might know. And a lot of Doe cases aren't long enough to be like an hour episode. It would just be Grant and I talking about nonsense the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And one of the big things, too, is these cases are probably the most important of the true crime. They're not always the most interesting, but they are probably the most important because these are missing people who need to be found. See, and I don't understand why they're not interesting. To me, they're the most interesting, but I I, I also see our download numbers and I understand that nobody <laughs> else thinks they're very interesting. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes closure on things. I think that's the biggest thing. Like if it was a John Doe that had no. been solved, I think people would pay more attention to that. I don't think so, because what's the point at that point? It's been solved. The mystery is the fun part. Or not fun, I is it? say fun, but the mystery is the interesting part. No, we want things wrapped up in a nice little bow. We don't want to be like, oh my gosh, what could have happened? We want to know. Which is how you get obsessed with it. And then you just can't stop Googling all the different things that could lead you to who this person is. So these episodes are for fanatics like Erica, because <laughs> like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I'd be like, I don't know. There's a lot more qualified people than me. And I'd move on. Yeah. So we're headed to Southern California for this one. You're very familiar. I am very familiar. It's where I've <laughs> always learned. Where you've always learned? I don't know why I said learned. It's where I've always lived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you, I? What's no. going on here? I guess you've always learned there, too. You went to school there. <laughs> I, this is where I've always learned. <laughs> yeah. So January 2014, January 6, 2014, was a Monday. So everybody hates Mondays. That's true. And everyone hates when they go missing, too. So Missing Monday. Ooh, maybe we should start releasing Missing these Monday are, These episodes. aren't missing people, Grant. It's John and Jane Doe's. They're oh, not missing. Right. We they're, know where they are. They're dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Never mind. Yeah. I, well, they might be missing, but they're not reported missing usually. Maybe we so. should do Missing Mondays, though. Release stuff on Mondays and Wednesdays, and it's always missing people on Mondays. Just something to think about. Okay. <laughs> so January 2014. Do you want to guess the song, or we're not going to do the song? Uh, 2014's got to be either Luke Bryan or Jason Aldean. No, it's Florida Georgia Line, so we're declining it. See, I didn't go there because you asked me to guess, and so I figured... I know. That, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I wanted to throw you off. I can't but keep it for straight. time reference, tries to, like, I try to like put you back in that time. Is that why you do it? Yeah. Oh, that's never happened, but okay. I just thought it was a fun game we were playing. Oh. It doesn't help you, like, imagine what you were doing in your life when that song was popular? Uh, no. The year helps, but no, I I, oh. I, I have no idea. What, the song <laughs> came out for the first time. Hun- because I thought it was a fun game we played. <laughs> I didn't think okay. it had anything to do to kind of help set the tone. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Anyway, the number one song on the pop charts was The Monster by Eminem and Rihanna. It's not going to help either of us because we probably don't even know that song. No, it's not. So this Jane Doe was found in San Juan Capistrano. Oh, very familiar with that area. Mostly because of the mission and the birds. Yeah. The, the birds is a big one. I think we went down there to see the missions, but like the sparrows, what do they do? They flock to Capistrano or they fly away from it or something all at the same time? Yeah. Something I know, like I that. I think they fly to it. And then they have that big train that people moon. Is it sparrows? I thought it was swallows. Hmm. I, I don't know. 
San Juan Capistrano sparrows, swallows. I don't know. Did we do all those mission like field trips and like learn about the missions and stuff just because we lived in California? Or does everybody do that? <laughs> no, we're not shipping people in from like Arizona and, and Massachusetts for that. Well, no, but do they learn about it or no? That was fourth grade or fifth grade. And I think you do your state history then. I think that's like the curriculum. So yeah, we learned about California. Oh, because we live there. Right. Okay. Exactly. I was just wondering if like we did it because we went to private school or if we did it because we lived in California. Um, I wasn't sure. I think we like, do went. public schools. I th- so if I had to guess, I think public schools talk about it, but they don't take the kids there. But Oh, okay. Private schools. I was going to say, do they learn about it, though? Because I feel like we spent an entire school year on the missions. I feel like we had to do a mission project. Yeah, you did. Like, am I? Yeah. Anyway, everybody else is like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Yeah, they have no idea. Anyway, yeah. So this Jane Doe was not found at the mission. She was found in Casper's Wilderness Park, which is off of Ortega Highway. Like, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I know Ortega. Ortega is a big one. People get hurt on Ortega a lot, especially on motorcycles, because it's so windy and tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it goes from, like, Southern California out to, like, I don't know, Elsinore or something. Where does it come out? I I think it's Elsinore. I don't know. Both of those are Southern California, though. Oh, but Elsinore is not Orange County. No. So it goes from basically the (laughs) beach, it very inland. Yeah. That's what I meant, is not Orange County. I didn't mean not Southern (laughs) California. (laughs) Sorry. This is going well. So this wilderness park is pretty desolate. It's not like a park in the middle of the city. It's kind of out off, like Grant said, like a really windy road that kind of hooks Orange County in with whatever the hell county that is out there. Yeah. I don't know. Is it Riverside or San San Bernardino? San Bernardino, I would think. Maybe Riverside, though. I don't know. They all kind of run together. Or San Diego. Mm. Imperial County, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Doesn't matter. No. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But it's also in Southern California, so the middle of nowhere is relative. It's not like the Ozarks. You know, you're still like 15 minutes from a Panera Bread. <laughs> the Ozarks. It's, it's a big wilderness area. But you do have to pay to get in. Like, there's like an entrance gate and you have to pay to park and stuff. But I'm not sure if that was true in 2014 or if that's like a newer thing. But even if it was true... It doesn't seem like you have to like show ID or check in or anything. You just have to pay a couple bucks to park. So there's a lot of those kind of kiosks at trailheads. Pretty much you just go, you pay your money, you put your ticket on the dashboard and you go away. But that's usually right. how it works. No one's and nobody's really checking, but like the money goes back into like helping keep the land up and stuff like that. Right. Maintain the park. Yeah. yeah. So on Monday, January 6, 2014, skeletal remains were found somewhere in Casper's Wilderness Park. And after testing was done, it was determined that the PMI was at least six months. What does PMI stand for? Again? Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was like, I PMS. I got that one pretty no. down, but PMI, PMI. I don't got. Yeah, it's post-mortem. It's how long they think the body's been there for. All right. So at least six months because they're skeletal remains. Dude, that is so long to like just right? have a body. Because like places like that mm-hmm. are pretty well populated. Especially with hikers and campers. I mean, somebody came across it, so somebody was hiking in that area. Yeah, nobody smelled it. I guess not. So this Jane Doe's stats were also kind of undetermined along with her cause of death because of the state of her remains. Obviously, it looks pretty suspicious because 
it doesn't look like a natural death, but they can't pinpoint a cause of death. And they actually have a hard time pinpointing a lot of her stats because of the state of her remains. But they do determine that she was female. Her race is not listed, but judging by the recreations that they've done, she was either white or Hispanic. Oh, that doesn't narrow anything down. That is literally all of Southern California. Correct. Not literally. We do have others, but... Yeah, of course. But it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That's the two biggest demographics. It feels like they didn't even try. There's like probably white or Hispanic. Yeah. She was 30 to 60, probably. Again, such a range. Like, that's a big deal. Well, it's just skeletal remains. Like, they they can't for sure say. She was petite with brown hair and lighter colored highlights. So either lighter brown or blonde highlights. They could tell that. The hair was still around. I would have thought the hair would have left too. No, still there. Because of the skeletal state, though, her height and weight can't be determined. Like they, which I don't know why they can't estimate the height based on the size of her bones. But yeah, that's, right? I'm not a doctor or a medical examiner, but I understand why they can't estimate weight. They don't know. I'm going to go with like 80 to 300 pounds. Really? Yeah, that's pretty much everybody. 200 to 300 pounds? I said 80 oh, to 300 80. pounds. Oh, sorry. I saw a but- I saw a butterfly outside that I was paying attention to. But yeah, okay, eighty to three hundred pounds. Cool. That's <laughs> you got. We're right in the window there. So it's either that's where they were going with the thirty to sixty and the and the white and Hispanic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of the items and their sizing though might be what led them to determine that she was petite. Because, like, the size of her clothing was, like, small or medium. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So some of the clothing that was found with her was a size small, dark-colored windbreaker, a dark-colored yoga pant with a white stripe down the side and a zipper on the back, a bright green hair scrunchie, and a pink sparkly top with a design on it. It's really not very much to go off of, is it? No, no, no. And pictures of all of her clothing are up on NamUs.gov, if anybody's interested. Her NamUs number is UP12250. But the most notable piece of clothing that was on her, and the thing that might end up identifying her someday, is the dark-colored windbreaker. I would have thought the hair or bones would have been the best way to identify her. But that's just me. Well, obviously... Obviously, DNA would be, but if we're going just based on what was found with her, the windbreaker might be the thing that identifies her because it was a size small. It was Auburn brand sportswear. Auburn? Never yeah. heard of Auburn. Auburn sportswear brand. Hmm. I have heard of it because I've Googled it a lot and they're no longer, but it was embroidered and it was embroidered on one side of the chest with a volleyball or a water polo ball. Okay. They look exactly the same in embroidery. Right. And on the other side of the chest, it was embroidered Coach Williams. Oh. Oh. So my initial thought on that is, oh, yeah, we got to figure this out. But also being someone who's gone to a lot of thrift stores in my life, (laughs) I know you can buy pretty much anything there. So. Yes. Especially if I was not athletic, it'd be so ironic to buy like a Coach Williams volleyball water polo (laughs) jacket if I was like, yeah, I hate fucking sports, but. Here we are. Like, it was three bucks. No, totally. And that's one of the the theories, pretty much. I mean, because there isn't anybody with the last name Williams missing that was a volleyball or a water polo coach, or at least reported missing. So we can almost rule out that her last name is probably not Williams. Or if it is, she's not the coach Williams. Right. I'm getting pretty good at this, though, huh? Yeah, but besides a thrift store, it could have been one of her friend's jackets. 
she could have borrowed it from a sister or an aunt or a cousin, yeah, an uncle even. That is true. Yeah, but yeah, okay, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, but like you said, she could have got it at a thrift store or it could have been stolen. I mean, she could have just taken it from somewhere when she needed a jacket. I guess, yeah, maybe like a lost and found. I mean, I don't know who's just yeah taking jackets. Seriously, but finding the real Coach Williams, whose jacket that was, could be a huge clue. Even if she doesn't really know the Jane Doe, like even if she's not a friend of the Jane Doe and is like, oh yeah, I gave that to my friend Susie, it still may be a clue. Like if she donated it to a thrift store in San Diego, that could narrow things down. Like obviously this Jane Doe bought it in San Diego. Yeah, I don't think the, I don't know, but... I don't think the thrift stores are really keeping that good of track of their inventory, right? Well, it's not that they would keep track, but if we could find the real Coach Williams, and she knows where she donated it. Or he. There's nothing that says that it's not a he. Or he. I just, I was going by this fact that it was a size small. Hey. That's not. Small kings, man. No, I know. I get it. Oh, short kings. That's what it is. Coach Williams. If they find Coach Williams, the real whoever's jacket that is, somebody recognizes that jacket. Somebody's volleyball or water polo team got them that jacket. Will the real Coach Williams please stand up? Yeah. But what I, you were asking about the That was a good joke. You need to, you, that was a good joke. That's because you're not... You're not finishing this thought. Like, finish the thought. It's driving me crazy. You were saying that the thrift store doesn't keep accurate records. I'm not saying that the thrift store would have records. I'm saying that it would narrow the search down. Like, right now, this woman, this Jane Doe, we have to search the entire world. Every continent, every state, everywhere. Because we have nothing that points to where she's from or where she's been. But if we found the real Coach Williams... And they told us what they did with that jacket. Like, say they had that jacket and they lost it on a trip in L.A. Then maybe we we might be able to narrow down, like, this woman might be from L.A. I suppose so. Coach Williams, if you're listening, go to our Instagram at From Crime to Crime and tell us what happened. So that's pretty much all we know. And that's really the only lead is either DNA or finding Coach Williams. So if anybody had a volleyball or a water polo coach named Coach Williams, <laughs> please send them a picture. What? That's not funny. Please send them a picture of this jacket and ask them if it's theirs. That's not that hard of an ask. It's not that hard. It's just if you had a Coach Williams, like at some point, I think we all probably had a Coach Williams. Well, good. Check them. <laughs> if you had one, send them a picture, Grant. Um, I don't think I had a Coach Williams. I can't think of one anyway. So if this woman's family is looking for her, she probably would have gone missing sometime before 2014 because she had been there for at least six months. When they found her in January. Yeah. So she's been missing since at least 2013. And they don't think she was dumped at all, right? Like they think she was there and decomposed the whole deal from there, right? Oh, yeah, because everything was with her. Her clothing, yeah. her hair, everything was, was with her. Gotcha. Okay, just making sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it was dumb. I mean, I'm sure it was a dump site. She might not have been murdered in the park. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't think that somebody dropped skeletal remains in the park, no. That's kind of what I was asking. But I guess anything's possible. Who knows? Yeah. But then they would have to bring everything with it. Yeah, I don't see someone going through all that effort. So, yeah, it probably was the dump site and they were murdered elsewhere. So, same thing with the jacket. It's like the other reason why I think that probably isn't the person's name is because if the killer was like, oh, I'm going to dump this person out here because I don't want her to ever be identified. I mean, because she had no purse or wallet or anything. 
So it's like, why would they leave a jacket on her that had her name on it if it, if her name was Williams? Yeah, that's a really so. good point. I wish it had like the school on it. That would definitely make things, or the school, I guess yeah. it doesn't have to be a school, but that would narrow the club things down. or something. Right, yeah. yeah. Yep. So if you know any Coach Williams, send him the pictures from our Instagram. Hey, real quick, did you hear about the drug dealers being interrogated by the police? What drug dealers? They do crack. <laughs> I get it. It's there we go. There we okay. go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it took me a second. Sorry, I was I was unprepared for that. For that whimsical time. Yeah. All right, guys. We need like a sign off for this dough you might know mini series. Do you know this dough? Is this the dough you might know? Do you know our dough? <laughs> All right. Just say I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. This podcast has been a production of Orange Halo Media LLC, hosted by Grand Narica. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. To chat with us, go to From Crime to Crime on Instagram, From Crime to Crime on TikTok, From Crime the Number Two Crime on Twitter, or you can visit our website at FromCrimeToCrime.com. See you next Wednesday.